The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So you heard uh, MP Jenneru tell us that um, more family members of Canadian citizens and permanent residents will now be eligible to enter the country, adult children, siblings, grandparents, and those who have been in a committed relationship for at least a year have been given the green light starting later this week, October 8th, still looking for some more details on, on paperwork and exactly how that is going to uh, to work. Well, a Regina doctor has been fighting for these changes for months as well now. He and his partner partner. Uh, his partner lives in Ireland, have been separated by the restrictions for months now, and together they formed a group called Faces of Advocacy, pushing the government to make changes that would allow for family reunification. Dr. David Poon joins us. Dr. Poon, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you very much for your time, and thank you for your spotlight. Oh, right. Boy, oh boy, you must uh, have a big smile on your face throughout this weekend after getting that news on Friday. <laughs> Certainly, certainly a big smile of relief and a big smile of thankfulness to the Ministry of Health, IRCC, and Public Safety for putting this together. It was a very complex ask, I think, for them, given the political pressure and the the uh, uncertainty coming with COVID. So we are very thankful. So right now, the messaging is to tell the Canadian public that we are going to be safe about it. Yeah, we're going to be safe about it. You, yeah, when it when it comes to that, and that's what a lot of people are concerned about. And I can tell you, if I look at my text line, Dr. Poon, people are like, okay, well, what about quarantine? What about making sure that they're not sick when they come in? All of that sort of stuff. What do you know about those regulations and how this will unfold? You know, I'm glad that you talked to the text line because I want to speak to your viewers directly about this. <laughs> uh, our goal is to not get our own mothers safe, our own partners safe, and our, our goal is certainly not to get your families uh, sick. You know, our goal is to keep everyone safe and not to keep you guys sick. So in regards to how things are done, we still respect quarantine. The exemptions are just an extension of what we currently have for married partners and committed partners, as well as dependent children uh, and parents of Canadians. So what that means is uh, adult children are allowed to, now allowed to come in and take care of our parents. Um, committed partners are allowed to come in, uh, for example, snowbirds. But it still means that we're quarantined. It still means that we're following public health safety guidelines. And it still means we follow what the border agent tells us to do. Okay, very good. Now, give me, can you just share a little bit about, about your story? Because, I mean, this, you know, this wasn't something that you took up just on a whim. I mean, you've been living this for the past <laughs> number of months. Well, uh, my story is not nearly as important, but thank you for asking. Uh, in short, uh, I have a partner in Ireland. Uh, she is a committed partner, uh, but we are not married, and we don't follow the definition of common law, which mm. is one year of continuous living. But more importantly were the stories of uh, mothers who were sick in Canada, and their adult children couldn't be with them. Uh, yeah. Or a sick fiancé, and then the partner couldn't come and be with them in Canada, take care of them. Uh, breastfeeding mothers being potentially separated from their children. These were the major issues. So yes, I do have a stake in this, but the face of advocacy are to advocate for those who cannot, and that's why we're here. And it was amazing to see how many people came forward with a story that said, you know what, I, I need some help. I can't believe I can't get to see my loved one. I mean, this group, this advocacy group grew very quickly, didn't it? <laughs> well, if you take from uh, May the 21st when we began, uh, and now we're at 7,500 people, there has been amazing growth. Uh, but quick is not how to describe it. It was a <laughs> lot of work, uh, a lot of expansion, and also given the amount of pain that these people are going through, 
this is not a group we want that big. <laughs> well, you know, they, that that is true, but it was just amazing to see how many people were being affected by the border closure. So so oh, what's yeah. next then, uh, Dr. Poon? What happens, um, you know, October 8th where, you know, things can start happening, people can start, uh, start moving and maybe seeing their loved ones. But again, I suspect like you, like the, the government officials saying, making sure that you have the proper documentation, don't necessarily make any travel plans until we know exactly how this is going to unfold. What are you telling your members of the group? Mm. So there are two things that I, I tell the members of the group, and please call me David, but thank you for your time. So <laughs> number one, on October the 8th, we'll find out the exact affidavit. So I tell this not only for my group members, but also the Canadian public. What this means is it's going to be a sworn attestation that this person is our family. We're going to get it notarized by a, uh, a Canadian notary, like a lawyer, and this yeah. will be the contract that we signed with the Canadian people and the government saying that if we break quarantine, if we don't follow the rules, if we lie, we are going to be subject to fines or legal action. That is how serious we're taking this. Mm. We're going to keep Canadians safe. After that, that digital that form will be digitized and sent to our partners or our family members um, in foreign countries, and then they can approach the border and get through. So this is helpful because it's a pre-authorization process, uh, and mm. it doesn't mean that people and it means that people won't be turned around at the border for not having the right piece of paper. Uh, the second part, though, is anyone who is feeling left out of the current uh, exemptions, the faces of advocacy will be there to help reunite families. Uh, there are many questions, many paths forward. But first, we want to pass October the 8th and get as many people together right now. Yeah, my, my final question to you, David, then was, uh, is, is there, are there people that are being missed in this, in, in this new change? Are, are there still people out there who, um, you know, who don't fall, onto the, uh, fall under the net that was just announced? And, and if so, what do you do on that front? Well, um, uh, first, uh, we thank the ministry because they gave the face of advocacy exactly the ask that we are looking for. Yeah. Uh, but now, as the campaign went on, we find there are many other reasons why people can't come together. One thing is that it takes a lot of financial resources to quarantine for two weeks in Canada and two weeks back uh, wherever, uh, whichever country you, your foreign national family member has come from. And so we're wondering if there are ways uh, that might be able to be safe but also make allowances for other groups. So, for example, a mm. Canadian can come to Canada and leave within three or four days. So we're wondering whether or not a foreign national who currently has to stay for at least 15 days, can they have a shorter stay while the Canadian family member quarantines for the full 14 days? That means the Canadian people will be entirely safe because the, Can the person staying in Canada is quarantined but allows some flexibility for the foreign nationals who cannot afford the full trip. Interesting. It still looks like you have some work ahead of you, uh, Dr. Poon. You can find out more information <laughs> at facesofadvocacy.com. Thank you for joining yeah. me this afternoon, and, uh, and, and great work. Thank you so much. And to all listeners, we'll keep Canadians safe. Thank you. That's what people want to know. Thank you so much, David. I enjoyed your uh, your uh, your insight into this this afternoon. Dr. David Poon is the co-founder of Faces of Advocacy. He's been pushing for this for months now. Again, the website, you can follow him on Twitter as well. If you just Google Faces of Advocacy, and you can learn out all the details and the plans being put in place as we move forward trying to uh, reunite some families.